When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, my talkers, we have reached the 5 o'clock hour on Hump Day, and we're having a little fun with Lori and Julia. Lori's bringing in the sunshine because we sure don't have a lot around here. So thanks, Lori and Julia. You know what? Let's just keep our positive attitudes because we're going to have Lori back here in a few days starting next week. Oh, yeah. And the roads weren't bad. No, earlier. Earlier they were, but by the time I came to work today, which, you know, was two... It, you never know. It's just it, it's I've a, been stretching my times. I'm like, you know, I'm working from home. Lori, I miss you. Julia, you're having I the double wide. Needs me. It needs a body. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I miss, I miss you guys too. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go home. But I do have a couple of lady exercise thing ideas under my belt, and my cameraman is ready and. Willing and my favorite is him laughing the in the background, and because he's my brother, and I know how he laughs, it makes me laugh harder. You know, seriously, yeah. seriously. There's yeah. a big thing. If you like to play trivia, and you know it is gloomy here, and there's not a lot going on. AARP Minnesota, go check up their website. But they're having a big trivia event tomorrow night. We posted information about it, Lori, on our Instagram page. But it would oh, cool. be something really fun to do, and you can have teams, and you're playing against teams all over the country. So if that's something that you know you want to do tomorrow night, it's a it's a good opportunity. I love trivia. Yeah, lose it well, all the time have, here. Um, a Holly kicked my butt in a trivia contest yesterday that had to do with Hollywood and movies and slapping, and uh, it was like a score that usually I have against you, six <laughs> to three. Oh. It feels so good, doesn't it, Lori? I I don't mind a bit. I I was just like, I really, that was a hard one to figure out what movie based on just some dialogue. Right. And yeah, but, but, but Rocco, of course, always does a great job. All right. So let's get back to the netizens, the citizens of the internet who are (laughs) always digging and scooping and looking for things. All right. What do we know? Well, one of the things that uh, a, a, a netizen somewhere uh, dug up is that Jada Pinkett Smith, um, six days before the Oscars, okay, um, I don't know who she was talking to, but she was in a beautiful lavender puffy coat, and she was talking about uh, her bald head and okay. that she liked, you know, rocking that look because she's been doing that for. A couple of years, yes, I want to say. Yeah. So this was Longer six days before. 
Longer than that? Oh, yeah. I mean, remember, she was back in the 90s at times she had this. You yeah. know, it, it's been a long, not just a couple of years. This has been something she, not forever, but she has had it in the past right. more than like a couple yeah. of years. And honestly, I, I know that she had said that, you know, she was just sick of like patching it up with, you know, all the, because for my brief experience of wearing hair extensions, it was hell. And I've never worn wigs, but it always seems hot to me. Oh. Um, I can, you know, not my topper, but yeah, I no, no, not like that. But I can see how, you know, like if you've got a beautiful face and you're losing your hair, you don't want to deal with it. And anyway, but here she is six days for the Oscars talking about that. She's going with the shaved bald head. Okay. I've had some definite hair regrets for sure. Specifically on covers. What the hell? Being a black woman and dealing with hair in Hollywood, especially in the era that I came up in, having your hair look as European as possible was always the thing. And that was really challenging, you know, because I liked my hair out wild and curly, but nobody wanted that. So I always had to do my hair in ways that didn't feel natural to me because of trying to play the game. So if I'm doing a cover, Everybody, no, we want your hair straight and flowy. And it's like, all right, cool, but that's not really like what my hair likes to do. (laughs) So I had to learn to get the courage to just go, nah, I'm not doing that. Which is why I feel the freedom today. I don't give two craps what people feel about this bald head of mine, because guess what? I love it. So... There you go, out of Jada's own mouth, six days before the Oscars. Yeah, that one. So, yeah, she just didn't like the cheap joke at her expense. And I really do think that Jada and Will were very burnt out at all these award shows, people bringing up their open marriage. And Regina uh, Hall made a comment about when she was doing her COVID pat down. Uh, Will Smith, you could come up here too. Jada says it's okay, you're on the list, which was a reference to that. So I think all of that combined, you know, but so she's been okay with it, but she just wasn't okay with that joke from uh, Chris at that time. So that was one thing. And then Zoe Kravitz, um, woo, she, she posted a photo of herself going into the Oscars in her lovely pink gown and she posted it and she said, so here I am at the Oscars where I guess it's okay for people to storm a stage and assault somebody. And then she posted a picture of what she wore to the Vanity Fair party and basically said the same. Well, the netizens, the citizens of the internet went digging and they found an interview with um, Zoe Kravitz talking to extra uh on extra tv on the carpet and boy was she hit with backlash because i don't know if we have this audio grant no i don't i don't have this one sorry sorry i'll just say it so she's on the red carpet she's 26 years old and she was talking about how jaden smith was her date and that she loves him at her big age of 26 and the extra guy how old is Jaden? 16. so people were like zoe this is the perfect example of minding your own business because now this has come back 
you know, because people were raising their eyebrows. And then they were also pointing out that Lenny Kravitz, when he was 36, dated a 17-year-old. The receipts on the Internet are brutal. Very much so. So she she really, like people, that's why Zoe Kravitz was trending last night. And people were playing the clip from Extra where she was talking about her great love of her 16-year-old boyfriend, I don't. I couldn't tell if she was speaking facetiously. It didn't seem like it. But um, then other people were mad that she's being bullied and slammed for, you know, just speaking her mind. I I, I don't. I don't know what your thoughts are on about that. But uh, they came up with that, like, hey, girl, don't be throwing stones. Look at you. This old interview hasn't aged well. Yeah, from the Oscars. Yeah. You know, anyway, I don't know if Julia's just on mute over there or digesting it all or I, I'm just trying to, <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, people who are speaking, speaking up, you know, then I'm, like, just on mute. Come, I'm, think, ju- I'm just disappeared. This is just a blow up of my head now. <laughs> I think uh, I found that this was from, you said Jaden Smith uh, gets, this was, I think I found Zoe this. Zoe Kravitz with extra TV. Okay, let me see. Just, Perfect. just. You I've been looking for you for the past forever. I dragged him out tonight. This oh my gosh. Did he dragged you? This is my date. Oh my gosh, I've been looking for you for 45 minutes don't casually. Don't leave, I'm gonna, I wanna, hey, okay, only, yes. I'm, hang on, hang on, tell him how amazing she looks. You look like something that you would find in like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Like, <laughs> wow. Keep him around. Don't leave. Sorry, that's like my love of my life. What did he say you look like? Willy he said Wonka, something really That's what that's what like a sixteen year old says to you as a compliment. It's great. Um, what was I saying? I don't feel like that's there's nothing wrong with that. That they're friends and this is my date for tonight. Who cares? That's something it was the he's the love of my life. People oh, were just Gosh. There's like, a difference between going up on She's kidding. She says that's something a sixteen year old would say about Willy Wonka. I mean I know, but I, this I, is what pe- people boy. are using people, against her yeah. for right. making a that statement one, yeah. about that. People are getting a little nitpicky on things. Yes. Just a little bit. Yeah. 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 There are um, two different, there are you, apples and oranges here. I totally agree. Yeah. I, just, I just had to bring it up to you. Yep. And then also Jamie Lee Curtis, I don't know if it was on the Today Show or GMA, but she did an interview um, well, you know that little mac and cheese dog she held at the end of the immemorium. Yes. John Travolta adopted. I thought that was the cutest thing ever. Cutest thing. Yes. But she she did an interview and she wants the words anti aging to stop being used because she said I am pro aging with uh, intelligence and grace and I can't I don't, I don't understand why people are always so quick to compliment you about you're not aging at all or oh you don't look she's she really is passionate about changing you know the i like that direction. about her well because I i'm telling you when you say your age people are like you don't look that you're old so judgy Every, you you're don't so look judgy. that old i mean it's yeah. just kind of like oh okay is that a compliment <laughs> And I think women, you know, learned a lot very early. I don't care if you're in Hollywood or not, um, but especially Hollywood, they're always encouraging you to shave off your leg or your legs, shave off your legs, shave off, shave off your age um, because it's such an ageist town. But um, 
you know, even, uh, I mean, my mom is always of the opinion. She says, it's nobody's business what your age is, and you shouldn't even just, don't even say your number after the age of 30 because someone will have some comment about how you're behaving at your age. So if you just don't say the number, it doesn't matter. Wow. You know? So anyway. There you go. Jamie Lee Curtis looked amazing, didn't she? I loved that dress, and I'm still so pleased that Marley Matlin wore Monique Lulier. She looked so gorgeous. She why looked don't gorgeous. More people, why, I don't why don't know, more Lauren? people wear Monique? I don't know. You know who your boyfriend was on uh, Kimmel last night? Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, with his pink hair. I uh-huh. love him. He was yeah, on. I want to go to that concert. It, are you going? Oh, as soon as I get back, I have so many tickets to buy. Oh, my word. You're so <laughs> funny. You're so... Because it's... Machine Gun Kelly, Avril Lavigne, and Willow. Yeah. And they, yeah. So it's like a th- th- three act, and I like some of uh, Willow, Willow Smith songs. So yeah, and I, it's in, it's in, it's July. So yeah, I, I want to go to that show. Sounds fun. Okay, so when we come back, we are going to chat with Holly and have some dirt alert action, and also announce today's pick your prize winner. Which people, if you haven't signed up yet, you have. Till Friday, you know, to do this, we're giving away $100 for two more days at 8.20 in the morning, 5.20 in the afternoon. And if your name is chosen, you have a chance to win a prize that you choose of up to $10,000. So download the app. Do it right now if you haven't done it. But wouldn't that be fun if you just signed up today and won it all? I'd love that. I'd love it. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hi, Holly. Hello. Do you have an announcement to make before we get to the dirt? Yes, we, we do. do. Come roll, please. Wendy Strand of Shakopee is going to be our winner today of $100. Congratulations, Wendy Strand. So, yeah. We got it. We got a. Um, an email yesterday or something. I think my name was just announced. I'm so excited. It I'm was. Like, yeah, it was her. Know, yeah. I actually read an email on time with correct uh, information she for did. the appropriate day. It was I, shocking. I'm <laughs> I didn't write down the name and I was like, I don't know. And she pulled it right out and she was on top of it. Lori, so. look at you. Look at you. Growing up. <laughs> Growing Aww. up here. All right. But not over 30. <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, Holly, what do you got? Uh, Let's talk about Wanda Sykes on the Ellen DeGeneres show. She one of three Academy Award hosts, and she's talking about that Chris Rock apologized to her for all of that that happened on Sunday night. So that's sweet of him. Well, so Wanda Sykes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. 
flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Told Ellen that uh, they were both at Gaio Series Oscar after party. And Wanda Sykes told Ellen, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, but I saw Chris at the party. And as soon as I walked up to him, the first thing he said is, I'm so sorry. And she's like, why are you apologizing? And then Wanda Sykes says that Chris Rock told her it was supposed to be your night. You and Amy and Regina were doing such a great job. I'm so sorry. This is now going to be about this. It, it and well, it is he wasn't wrong and it is and then she mm-hmm. also went on to say that she thought it was gross that they let him stay in the audience. Yeah, Wanda Sykes said of her opinion of the whole Sunday night drama. She said, quote, it was sickening. And she said, I felt physically ill. I'm still a little traumatized by it. Wanda Sykes goes on to say, and for them to let Will stay in the room and enjoy the rest of the show and accept his award. I was like, how gross is this? This sends the wrong message. If you assault somebody, you get escorted out of the building and that's it. But for them to let him continue, I thought that was gross, says Wanda Sykes. Yeah. Mm. And that speech isn't going to age well. Um, yeah, I, you know, we'll see how time evolves and uh, mm-hmm. how history will look back at this because we're such in the the immediate conversation about this. But what we do yeah. know, what we can say, is that the Board of Governors over at the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences held an emergency meeting to discuss any consequences that Will Smith will face. And uh, according to Variety.com, the Will Smith faces uh, suspension, expulsion, or other sanctions permitted. So they're over there working on perhaps what will be a consequence to his actions. And that's where the Academy stands today. I just think when, you know, just a conversation between us us here, um, which we usually do, (laughs) is that if I or Lori or Grant did something that upsetting, how do you go out and party all night? That that's my judgment. I'll tell you how. I I don't know how you do that. How do you compartmentalize? Your, your your publicist Case. assures you this crisis management fee is going to be whatever five hundred thousand. You go out and party. Oh. We'll craft a statement, get it out in twenty four hours, oh. and they just lie to My him. My stomach would have just been in knots if I ever did he, anything that foolish. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't think he'll be invited to present Best Actress next at the year. Oscars no. next year. No, that's maybe Chris Rock will present it. So the Academy does say at their next board meeting that's happening April 18th, the Academy may take any disciplinary action, which may include suspension, expulsion, or other sanctions permitted by the bylaws and standards of conduct, according to the Academy. So this this is an ongoing story, and I'm sure we'll revisit it come April 18th. Uh, Let's talk about... Well, let's go to the dirt alert side of things, the gossip side of things, concerning Rob Kardashian and Tyga, who are calling out Black China for her complaining about child support. Okay. Oh, dear. Now, what's interesting... Now, I want to bring... Uh, I want to bring an angle to this, another angle that perhaps was not officially uh, thought about. So Black China went on social media claiming that she had some cars repossessed and that she receives no support from her exes. 
Now, Tyga right. chimed in on the comment section of the Shade Room. He said, I say I pay 40 k a year for my son's school, and he lives with me Monday through Saturday. Why would I pay child support? So said $40,000 a year. Okay. Yeah. So they have a nine-year-old son oh, all right. uh, together, I didn't really and he pays it. for school okay. and he does all of that. Now, Rob Kardashian's official Instagram account said, "I pay thirty-seven thousand dollars a year for my daughter's school. I handle every single medical expense. I pay for all her extracurricular activities. I have my daughter from Tuesday to Saturday. Why would I pay child support?" Now, I just want to throw this in here. Because this is coming from Rob Kardashian's official Instagram account. Now, do you guys know anything about Rob Kardashian's official Instagram account? Nothing. You're going to no. tell us. He's not on Instagram. He's not allowed <laughs> to be on Instagram because of revenge porn oh, that's against right. Black that's China. So who wrote that? Oh, I love that. Jenner, Jenner Communications oh. probably wrote that. So, Chris Jenner at all getting into this conversation against Black China, who had lawsuits against the Kardashians, against Rob Jenner for the uh, series Rob and uh, that he had saying, sorry, my mind's going a little late. Basically, that lawsuit was ongoing for years against the Kardashian family. So for the Rob Kardashian official Instagram account to jump in on this conversation, you know, you just Mm -hmm. have to wonder. You just yeah. have to wonder. Yeah, I, I can't believe that it, oh, this isn't all legally spelled out with the, the no children kidding. and no kidding. in a custody arrangement. It, 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 I just wonder about that. And, yeah. 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 So interesting uh, conversations having on social media. Ashley Tisdale giving a tour of her house to Architectural Digest. Admitting that days before the magazine arrived at her home for a tour, the bookshelves were empty. So she had her husband go and buy 400 books. Lucky bookstore. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. So she's just like, the her husband was like, hey, we should be collecting books over time and putting them in the shelves. And apparently Ashley Tisdale was like, no, no, no. But in comes a prestigious magazine to give a tour of your house. And you're like, oh, crap. I got to fill these shelves with books. Uh, Maybe we she thought she you- was selling the house. <laughs> we did. We did. We didn't. We did. We thought she was staging to sell the house. I didn't know she was getting an architectural digest layout. Wow. Yeah. So she's getting an. Uh, she's giving one of those open door tours over on YouTube, and uh, she designed the home herself, but forgot to fill the bookshelves with actual books. I mean, maybe. Hey, maybe she's a Kindle reader. Maybe she likes Probably. to read online. Maybe she mm-hmm. doesn't like the hassle of putting in a book, but it is. You know, she admits it herself that it's kind of silly but there you go yeah that's funny yeah. i think it is true <laughs> and 400 i mean yeah, yeah like a I lucky, said, book lucky bookstore sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's the best <laughs> thanks oh, ollie you're welcome and then there was a scandal vintage scandal it was quite the scandal well the scandal today comes courtesy of vanity fair the hollywood issue i couldn't believe it when i was reading it it's called okay through a glass darkly and it was done in collaboration with vanity fair and the two women directors behind allen versus pharaoh and some other documentaries and they started investigating this story and and when it broke maybe late fall it didn't get like a lot of attention 
but uh, the story is called Through a Glass Darkly, and it is about Jerry Lewis and what an absolute oh, pig. Pig. Was. Okay, and the women that um, the the direct the the two women that are doing it, um, uh, they were able a couple, a couple of these stars. Several of them are alive. One of them is 91, another woman 87, Jill St. John, Connie Stevens. So the woman named uh, Karen Sharp, and she is 91 years old. She starred in The Disorderly Orderly with Jerry Lewis. Okay. And she, she had been on screen with Clint Eastwood and John Wayne. She won a Golden Globe for this movie called The High and Mighty. And in 1964, she accepted this role, comedic role, with Jerry Lewis, even though she preferred drama. But she'd been away from Hollywood for a year and a half, and um, she had to get wanted to get back in the movies because Hollywood forgets quickly. And anyway, so Jerry Lewis offered her to be opposite, you know, be the opposite, you know, the notorious, insecure leading man, and. He offered, he sweetened the deal. He told her that Edith had the costume designer behind Grace Kelly and Audrey Hepburn's iconic looks would recreate her wardrobe. And uh, Karen Sharp, she's 87, excuse me. She said it was an offer I couldn't and shouldn't refuse. And okay. Jerry Lewis had the power to make these promises a decade earlier. He'd split from Dean Martin after their singing and comedy duo rocketed to fame, and they were as famous as Elvis and Frank Sinatra. Yeah, they were a big darn deal, yep. Yes, they were. And um, But Jerry believed that, that he was the real talent, and he felt he'd outgrown his partner, and his, expand, his ego expanded even more in 1959, when at age 33, he signed a seven-year contract with Paramount for a base of $10 million, the largest studio contract of its kind between a studio and an actor. He could hire whomever he pleased, was also part of the deal. And Lewis was prolific in bed, even arriving early at the studio to fit in a little hump, which are his own words in an interview he gave to GQ. He had six sons with his wife, Patty, all of whom he left out of his $50 million estate. How awful. And by, He's an awful person. I know. Person. By, by 1959, his movies had brought in $100 million for Paramount at a time when movie tickets sold for $0.70. Cents. So oh. he was so untouchable that the head of Paramount Productions said, if Jerry wants to burn the studio down, I'll give him the match. So anyway, this getting back to Karen, the movie was being filmed in a man, this huge Beverly Hills mansion called Greystone to look like a hospital, even though what hospital has chandeliers. She had to go to Lewis's office and do the wardrobe fitting in front of him. And when she was down to the final costume and Jerry was like, you know, make it tighter here, do this. He picked up his walkie talkie and excused the guards outside of his office and started. He grabbed her. He started to fondle her. He unzipped his pants. She was just dumbstruck. And she was like, but I knew I couldn't, you know, but she got out of the room okay and everything, but she tried in every way possible to just say, you know, this isn't happening and try to be polite. She offered to quit. 
concerned it would be awkward to film the movie because she was also the romantic partner. And uh, the costumes were made, Lewis said, we start in three days, I don't have time to fire you. But when she returned to the mansion for on her start date, a crew member was waiting and he told her, if anyone speaks to you, we'll all be fined. I, I just wanted to let you know, I'm not even supposed to be speaking to you and telling you this. And the punishment went even further before her first scene, she was told, Jerry Lewis will not rehearse with you. You will have to rehearse with the stand-in. So um, every single time the camera rolled, it was the first time she filmed with him. So if you watch that movie, The Disorderly Orderly, right? It, he wouldn't rehearse with her. And anyway, she was called to the set on days she was, wasn't filming. She just sat in her trailer she went to a nearby set of Stanley Kramer's Ship of Fools to watch her idol, Vivian Leigh, and she ended up marrying Stanley Kramer, and they were married for 35 years until he died. And on her final day of production, Sharp bumped into Lewis. She thanked him for the pay raise, hiring her beautiful costume, and Lewis said, you know, you're a hell of a girl. He said, honestly, I don't know how you did it. He said, you know, I'm sick, and she just exploded at him. She said, Ugh. that's BS. She said, that was the most unprofessional thing I've ever seen in 20 years. And you ought to think about playing a real heavy son of a bitch because that's what you are in person. Oh, geez. Oh, I know. But, I mean, many, many people knew in Hollywood that he was cantankerous, difficult, and cruel. He was an insecure egomaniac with an all-consuming sex drive. He even admitted on the theme in, in the movie Dean and Me, A Love Story, I'm a Selfish Man. When fame and money come all at once, even the strongest men will get their heads turned. I had plenty of strength, but avoiding temptations was not one of them. And so he was just like a lot of other men in Hollywood, yes. but he had a lot of power because of his deal with Paramount. Um, and so Kirby Dick and Amy Ziering, who were doing this in partnership with Vanity Fair, they they started, you know, talking to other people. Um because they wanted to find out, you know, just like how bad was this? And in the 1950s, the fan magazine called um, Picture Goer uh, did an expose on the casting couch practices because the casting couch joke was kind of like normalized, like, oh, this is what you have to do. And they wrote, this is the most depressing story we have ever written. It the ugly scar on the glamorous face of show business is no lie. No, nah, no one noticed it, but in 1953, Marilyn Monroe wrote an essay for a motion picture and te television magazine titled The Wolves I Have Known, in which she wrote about Hollywood predators. I met them all. Phoniness and failure were all over them. Some were vicious, some were crooked, but they were as near to the movies as you could get. So you sat with them, listening to their lies and schemes, and you saw Hollywood with their eyes, an overcrowded brothel, a merry ground with beds for horses. Yes. And he, I mean, the allegations are really devastating. Of course, nothing is actionable. He died in 2017. Um, and there, there's two more just quick little things that I, I'll tell you that are really kind of interesting. So they asked Jill St. John, Remember? who's oh, yeah. married now to Robert Ragnar, yes. and um, 
just lovely. She she just responded to Vanity Fair with this because she was in a movie with him. Well, she was with the, she got a Golden Globe for Come Blow Your Horn, a Frank Sinatra movie. Okay. And she really thought she had some comedic chops. So she said to her agent, maybe I could do a Jerry Lewis. So she did a movie called Who's Minding the Store, our future Bond girl. She wrote to Vandy Fair, comedy has always been my favorite. I was thrilled to be cast against Lewis. Like many, I consider him a comedy genius. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They'll do, unfortunately, one should not confuse the artist with the man. Uh-huh. Making the movie was an extremely unhappy and disappointing experience, but I prefer... Uh, I cannot say that a good time was had by all. And that's all she had to say. And the last one I'll give you is Connie Stevens, who starred with Lewis in Rockabye Baby and Way, Way Out. And she was a star in her own right. She caught glimpses, but he never came on to her or pressured her for sex. And consequently, Connie Stevens was the only female actor at Jerry Lewis's funeral. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yes. So you, he was in his 80s and did a comedy roast, and Amy Schumer talked about it. She, he, he leaned in to give her a hug, and then he tried to mime having sex with her. Now he's in his 80s. She said, he started pushing me back, trying to lay me down on the stage. Yes. She told this to GQ. I buckled down. I had to use my core to keep him off me. And she just said she was just absolutely stunned. So that that happened to Amy Schumer at a Comedy Central roast of uh, Jerry Lewis, and he was in his 80s at the time. So uh, go to Vanity Fair, but he's not a blessing to the women in Hollywood, the ones that are still alive. And there were a couple of other 90 and 91-year-old actresses, and... Uh, um, that have their story. Very, very interesting. Through a glass darkly. Jerry oh, thank that Wow. Yeah, no what kidding. What a story. Yeah. Oh, he was just a pig. We didn't know he that. He was a pig. Oh, we did at the end. We knew We knew at yes. the end of his life that he was just a pig. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, long, all right. Long time. Yeah. It was just everybody knew. Oh, all right. she is she. All right, we are going to take a last break, and when we come back, there's some... Some cool things on the Tuberuski tonight that maybe you want to watch. This Lori and Julia will be right back. Oh, Lorraine, Lorraine. Oh, I Grant. love that I do too. Is I-Z. I know. If yeah, you ever need man. just to feel something, 
good, bad. It brings up so many emotions in different ways that every time I hear it, it still gives me goosebumps. Every time. And and that ukulele. Oh. It, the ukulele is so lovely. It yes. really, it and really is. Right here in the beginning, just this, oh, it's just... I have one that needs to be turned. I turned it tuned. You're, I, my mother learned it. Remember, mom learned it before she, her stroke. Um, okay, so here's a couple things, guys. First of all, Angela, who works in the building, who is Harry Styles' biggest fan oh, ever, yeah. Oh, yeah. wants everyone to know for New Music Friday um, that Harry Styles has a new song that is dropping um, Thursday night, as it was, and on his Instagram page, she says he's frol- frolicking around like a Russian gymnast. So I don't know what any of that means. But I, just, well, I don't know, but Graham, make a note of that. Yes, just, we'll have it for tomorrow. Just want you to know that. No, no, we'll have it for Friday because it'll drop Oh, yes, tomorrow's. Night. I'm right. thinking already it's Thursday. Right. Oh, my God. Yes, Friday. And then when you were talking about the Grammys, kind of best hits, greatest memories and stuff, all I could think of was when Sia was on David Letterman and Lena Dunham did interpretive dance <laughs> to Chandelier. Do you guys remember that? Do you guys? Like, and we didn't know if it was a joke. And we're watching it and we're like, what, what was that? So if you've yeah, never seen that. that YouTube video, that was a moment that I thought was hysterical. Um, are, are you feeling like you could go for a weird Al Yankovic moment? Okay, tell us one. Yeah. Grant? Well, we've got some. So to celebrate uh, one of the greatest comics, um, Eric Idle, he turned 79 on Tuesday. Weird Al Yankovic decided to put out a little birthday card song to him. And this wasn't the first time he did this. He, I don't know who that guy is, though. Eric Idle? Yeah. Monty Python. Oh, yeah, thank Monty you, thank Python. you, thank yep. you. Oh, of course. So, of course. Okay. Um, it, he did one today, which we'll hear first, but then we'll also go back. He also did one back in 2019 where Weird Al paired up with Donny Osmond for oh. a little birthday song. You okay. might remember this. But here's the one that he released on Tuesday to honor Eric Idle. Oh, hey, Eric, how you doing? Al here. Listen, um, I, I know you're super busy. You got a lot going on. Uh, I, I really hate to bother you, but, um, well, there, there's something I've been meaning to tell you, and I'm afraid it just can't wait any longer. You know what I was told today? 79 years old! I love that. Yeah. Okay, I, I just it. got an email that's breaking news, and I want someone, Grant, you got to look this up. Okay. This is, is from it? Kimber. She said, uh, a new Will Smith story. She said, they just announced on NBC Nightly News that Will Smith was asked to leave the Oscars, but he refused. Oh. Yeah. Read it to me. Do you have it, Grant? I'm looking, I'm looking, uh, I'm looking. I saw it. I, I sent it for tomorrow, but yeah, it did break like a few minutes ago that yeah. he was asked to leave and he refused because Making it he even pretty worse. much knew he was going to win oh. and i think it would have been so much better if he'd listened to denzel and his publicist and the first words out of his mouth was i want to apologize, apologize to, to chris, chris rock. rock and venus and serena yes. and their father oh wow i mean it would have been 
It still would have been bad, but that was the way to move. Instead, he went up and made an excuse at the expense and of Venus and Serena's dad. dad and says, I'm acting. Defender. He did. He said, I'm acting like their dad. Crazy. No, he yeah. even mentioned crazy in the okay, conversation well, about their dad. Okay, so this is, I don't have a Washington Post subscription. Yeah, so, so they didn't have, when he said no, it they had so little time. I I, I can see where... They just were like, they didn't know what to do. There was no, okay, go back to your seat. Go talk to Denzel and right. your publicist. Well, and the Academy said today that we could have handled the situation differently and that um, it was shocking and dramatic. Well, well, we'll get more into it tomorrow, but I can't. Wow. Yeah, it makes it even worse. Now it that, makes it even worse now that, that his ego was so gross and he was so out of line with that five-minute speech. Well, and like, think about it. He already did what he did, the speech. But now when he was told to leave, he's doing this. No, I'm not leaving. I'm staying right here. I mean, okay. like, childish. I just want to say this, though. It, that slap, in a way, summarized, like, the last two years, everybody, you know, has had such a hard time. I'm not sure why he snapped. But the thing is, is that Hollywood, after watching all these Oscar things... You get made fun of. You get paid millions of dollars. The gift bag is worth more than people make in a year. 100%. Take a joke. 100%. Take it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, gosh. See you on Monday. See you on the flip side, sweetie. I can't wait to see you. I miss you. Um, Thanks, Grant. Yeah, Brittany's going to be here for a couple days uh, hanging out with you guys.